This is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Recorded Hideaway Studios, Hemlock, Michigan. You're chilling with Mr. J. Chilling with Mr. J. I'm Mr. J. The Chilling with Mr. J podcast may contain language not suitable for children. Also, the thoughts expressed by Mr. J in the Chilling with Mr. J podcast are that of only Mr. J. You can find the Chilling with Mr. J podcast on Podbean.com, Apple, and Spotify. Please subscribe, follow, rate, review, and comment. You can also follow all the Chillin' on Instagram at Chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's Chillin' with Mr. J and all the fucking underscores on Instagram. Oh yeah, there is also the Chillin' with Mr. J voicemail hotline. That number is 989-372-6169. Call it, leave a message, tell me I suck. You love it, talk shit, ask a question, or maybe you want to come chill. Anything goes, so just call and leave a message at 989-372-6169. Ooh, haters love secretly listening on Thursdays. Ooh, haters love secretly what I say. Ooh, haters really want to be like Mr. J. Ooh, haters, it's okay. Someday, you listen to this podcast, it'll be number one. Someday, maybe you won't give a fuck either. Someday, I walk up to you when this podcast number one. Someday, I stick my dick in your mouth. <laughs> what the f- Hello? You guys there? Let's sing on. Hey, welcome to the 53rd episode of the Channel with Mr. J podcast. And I would just like to inform you that if this podcast does become number one, I will not stick anything anywhere that nobody doesn't like. I don't want to deal with HR. Nobody wants to deal with HR around here. It's just things we say on the internet, and you can say crazy things on the internet for fun. But while we're speaking of things, and things are back to swinging, it just feels good to be back into things. You know what I mean? All kinds of things all over, talking to all kinds of people, seeing people. It's great. Another great thing about seeing people that I was kind of worried about what was going to go down is handshakes and hugs. And I've handshaked and hugged a lot of people, and I'm okay. I'm still here. I don't handshake someone and then lick my palm. When I hug someone, I don't lick their face. Maybe. But it's good. It's good that people still want to be around people and have been waiting to be around people and that the evil empire hasn't scared everybody into hating everybody all the time. I think hugs are a good way that people need to just know it's okay to be around people. Everybody loves hugs. Everybody loves getting a hug, getting a hug. I don't care if you say you do or don't, how big and bad you are. You love someone you care about hugging you or hugging them. That's just facts. 
But when it gets to hugging, and now even more than before, with the whole should I hug, shouldn't I hug thing of uh, fucking Rony Roan, those uncomfortable hugs. Those uncomfortable hugs at those uncomfortable times. I don't know. It's great being back in public, and I'm all good with hugging, most of the time. Here's what I mean. A real genuine hug is a real good thing, and something everybody loves, for sure. But a hug can also be one fucking super uncomfortable thing. Huh? What? Yeah, that's right. I said it. A hug can be a super uncomfortable thing. I have a list of a few hugs that may be uncomfortable situational hugs that I've thought of just with uncomfortable hugs over the past week I've gotten myself into the surprise unexpected hug you know you're kind of walking up to someone talking and next thing you know they're just coming in for a hug and you weren't even expecting it at all because it's not a person that you thought liked you but they are coming in to hug you because they see you even though we both know that they've been talking shit about you so you just hug it out and i hope it wasn't too weird and uh, uh, you know but we've all been there and we just hug and go on unless you're rude and like push them away that'd be hilarious but even me super dickhead isn't just gonna push away someone trying to hug me i'm just gonna hug it and hope i don't whatever or another hug is when you go for a hug and the other person isn't into that hug that's super awkward too because you can feel it you can feel them kind of eh, but they still do it and then you feel them and they're just kind of like limp and you're hugging because when i go in for a hug I, if i'm if i'm intent on hugging you're getting a squeeze Here's one I've never been on the side of because it's more of a, um, I'm not trying to stereotype or get all the women pissed at me, but it's more of a woman would be caught in this situation. I've seen it. I've worked with people, women that have been in this situation. And to be honest, we always laugh at it. And I just take the 10% of your tip you give them because that's what I do as the bartender. <laughs> Sorry to get off topic here first, but the big tipper at a bar that thinks a creepy hug is okay because he tips you like 75% every time time like i said i've worked with some of these girls that you know receive these hugs and they don't turn them away or be mean because you know your service but trust me they laugh at you while they're spending their money on their boyfriends <laughs> oh man it's just funny it's not funny because it's basically sexual harassment but it's just funny how i always i would love back when i was bartending and waiting tables when an older woman or a woman in general or even a dude sometimes would sexually harass me i'm not gonna lie it just made me feel good. And then they, you knew they were going to tip better. It was just, it's part of the job. Maybe I am just a whore. I know it's not right. I know it's not wrong. I know everybody isn't about that. But some of the bomb-ass waitresses I've worked with over the years that know what they're doing and know how to make money and know what it's about and understand shit and see, see it, they made tons of money off creepers trying to give hugs for money just so they can go jerk off later. <clears throat> You're going to jerk it off. The hug from behind. You know what I'm talking about. When someone sneaks up from behind you and lays a big one on you when you don't expect it. The rock hard boner. <laughs> Just kidding. I only done that a couple times. Anyways, you get it, man. Some hugs are weird. Some hugs are great. When two people both want to hug each other, it's always great. When one person is in and one person out, it makes for an awkward time. Just go for it. Hug it out. Make them feel even more uncomfortable. Maybe give them a kiss on the cheek now that Corona really get fucking weird. I don't know why I want to talk about hugs today. Maybe I'm in a good mood. Maybe I'm feeling the love. I don't know. I'm just feeling great because we're back to normal. Cousin Rob's starting to rock it out. Getting the hang of taco bars. We're getting them moved on to some pasta. I'm excited to have an employee a teammate partner friend around here that kind of sees it that's all i wanted someone that just kind of understands what we're doing and wants to buy in it's different if you've worked for any restaurant you it's different any foods it's different okay you're just gonna he's you're just gonna have to buy in and i found someone i think and i think we're about to blow not each other but up in the world shout out rob what up bro he might blow me
With being back in the world on the regular basis, that means back to shopping and back into a lot of stores for me and back in the action in the hubbub. I like to go buy all my shit and see it and touch it and handle it. So I do that on the weekly and convenience store convenience is something maybe we need signs for these days. You think it was just common sense um, looking out for like just awareness of others around you, but it's funny. Like I would say, because I pay attention to everything around me, I would say probably only 20% of the people out in public actually pay attention to their surroundings 80 percent of the people only care about that little bubble that they're looking at and convenience stores um i don't do too many shopping as far as like clothes and shit um i go to the stores for the food that i need that's pretty much it but as far as convenience store convenience goes there's a whole lot of problems we got going on here and people need to be aware of okay the first one is just moving about the store okay a little advice if you and your partner both are waddlers don't stand right next to each other take up the whole space go in as slow as possible and not listening when people are trying to get around you because you're fucking oblivious to everything without a clue okay don't do that single file it up so people can get around you maybe you can waddle in unison like some fucking penguins around the store need some swiss cakes need some doritos need some fucking ho ho Okay, but get the fuck out of the way because some people actually have shit to do and want to get in and want to get out and don't have to walk behind you looking at you waddle for fucking 20 minutes. Okay, or stopping your cart rate in someone's way. You don't see that other people are going to be getting through there, have to go there and you just leave your, you just stop your cart and don't move. Excuse me, excuse me and just ignore somebody. I cannot believe how many people just ignore people in daily lives. I just seen it at the meat market the other day. The cashier was so friendly to this couple talking, saying things and they did not respond once. Not not once, not with a thank you, not with a have a good day, a okay, any kind of resemblance, a nod, anything. They just walked away. I asked them, how many times does that happen in a day? Jesus. So they just totally fucking ignored everything you said. And those girls were like, oh, it happens almost all the time. You would be surprised how many people don't say anything to you. I felt horrible for them. Like, you're just helping check out and these people just don't even give a shit and just can't even, like, pretend to be nice. So I made a big deal and said, you girls have a great day today. I hope your day is the best day you can have. Yelled it right in the store. And they said, good day to you too mr j thank you and that is how shit should be be fucking friendly you assholes oh more convenience stores sorry back to topic you fucking shit fucks pay attention and look up from your phone once in a while walking around staring at your fucking phones trying to look for what you're shopping for other people just fucking running into shit not paying attention to anybody the people that are in there shopping don't care about you delivering fucking groceries to lazy fucking fucks okay while we're speaking of phones if you gotta take a picture of every fucking label before you buy it go do that shit at home or gather up a cart have Myers make like a, a little section over in the store where everybody can go and take pictures of their fucking what they're eating and their shit okay and then you can get the fuck out of the way because we want to shop and go Rah! when you're getting your eggs or your milk or your cheese do you pull your cart up right to the doors and block three other doors while you're looking at everything and all the labels and the prices on the other cheese so no one else can get in do you do that how about you put your cart in the middle so the doors can open and everybody can get into the goddamn doors and one more while I'm ranting on convenience store bullshit, just because I don't want to do this all day. If one person is supposed to be in charge of the self-checkout area at whatever store we're shopping at, why don't we make sure whoever's in charge of hiring these people, that these people are friendly? Because most people would just rather go through a line when all those lines you got there that are closed and just have someone ring this shit up. But you make us go through these self-checkout aisles where we don't want to fucking ring up shit. We don't want to be cashiers. We want to pay for our shit and go. So then you got to come over and help us and you're rude as fuck like we don't know how to work the fucking Scantron 4000 and you do. Well, no shit. That's your job to help us. So fucking help me and quit being fucking rude. 
get back to fucking work. Go open my fucking plastic bags up. I don't want to give everybody bad raps at convenience stores because I do talk and love most of the people I encounter with at convenience stores every day. But I will say a lot of these motherfuckers out here are just ornery motherfuckers. Dealing with the people, you shouldn't be ornery. If you are, you should get fired. Just how it is. Get warned, get fired. Whew. Anyway, I'm thirsty. It's Wednesday. We're recording this. I got Golf League. We're going to get to that. We might have some from Golf League after this word from our sponsor. I know after this word from our sponsor, we do have another arousing edition of Deep Inside with Dick Goes In Ya. I know you're going to want to come back for that. So come back, listen, and enjoy. Thinking about having a party? Not really sure what you want to feed them, but you're for damn sure you don't want to cook for them. Well, Mr. J's is here to help. Affordable, delicious catering any day, any week, any year. He'll cook you anything under any budget, and that's a guarantee. Call today, 989. 989- Four nine three zero four four zero, or as always, email any questions to Mister Dot J Catering three sixty five at gmail dot com. Mister J's Catering is here for all your party needs. We got you, dog. Washed your hands, and without further ado, let's go deep inside. Deep Inside is recorded in Hideaway Studios in conjunction with the Underground Podcast Network. Host of Deep Inside. Is Dick Cozinga. Deep Inside is produced by Mr. J. It's funded by Mr. J's Catering. Welcome back for another walloping edition of Deep Inside. I'm Dick Gozenia, and today we penetrate deep inside America's number one all-time winningest children's recreational sports head coach, Coach Jazz. Welcome, Hugh. How are you? Hey, Dick. Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. I think I'm doing good. Am I doing good, honey? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Doing good, Dick. Okay, I'm I'm glad to hear it, Hugh. Glad to hear it, Hugh. Uh, was that your handler? What's that? What's that going on over there? Oh no, that that's just my wife, Dick. That's my wife. Yeah, she likes to come along and just just make sure I act okay. Okay, sure, sure. Should I talk to her or can I talk to you? I'm confused here now. Oh no, no, you can talk to me, Dick. I'm the head coach. I'm the head coach, Dick. I, you talk to me, Dick. Okay, so when we say recreational sports 
children's recreational sports. Is that like um, a certain sport or just all of them? I'm confused here. Your number one all-time winningest head coach in children's recreation sports. What's that mean? Uh, well, you see, Dick, I got a couple kids and I coach every sport. Um, I mean, I want to make sure they play all the time, so I got to coach every sport. And if you're coaching, it's easier just to yell at them and tell them to do better. Because, I mean, the only way to really make a kid do better is just to yell at them and say, Hey, kid, do better. You suck. Back when I was a kid, I was way better. You suck as a kid, I don't. Right, honey? Right. So, I mean, you just yell at them, you tell them to do better, and then you win all your games. I lost a couple, but that wasn't my fault. Stupid, stupid teenage refs. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, they don't even know the rules of soccer. Offsides? What's offsides? They don't even know. Okay, I'm still kind of confused. So, yeah, a soccer coach? Uh, no, not necessarily, Dick. I like, I like to coach all the sports. Just soccer was the first one where you can actually make them run and yell at them to do better. So, you know, you play soccer first, you know. Everybody needs someone to say their kid sucks because every kid wants to play sports. They just don't know it yet. So you yell at kids to do better. Do you think that maybe some kids don't want to be yelled at and don't really care if they do better for you? Well, that's just ridiculous, dick, because uh, me and my wife, we're like the, the, the most important people in town. Right, honey? Right, right. And who wouldn't want to play hard for us? We make champions out of everybody. We've had recreational champions. We buy all the trophies and we give them out every year. We've had champions every year, so I mean, we're helping you. You say you're helping people. Does being a recreational champion as a kid really mean anything? First off, Dick, how dare you disgrace recreational sports like that? It means everything. You have to determine who's a winner and who's a loser immediately. So then you can make fun of the losers for the rest of their life and you can feel better about yourself. That's how you do it. And that's how the champions become the champs. So were you a champion when you were a kid? Is that why you breed and build champions yourself? Uh, not necessarily, Dick. I mean, I, 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 I played. You know, I got on some teams, but um, I had Achilles thing, and my knee was kind of messed up, and uh, I, you know, I went through some things, and I, you know, you know, so what you're saying is you never even really played, but you're acting like you know what you're talking about to these kids, because I gotta be honest with you, it doesn't look like you are um, prime athletic ability. I'm just gonna be honest with ya. Uh, well, Dick, I mean, like I said, I got that Achilles and that knee thing, and I've been going through some things still, and, uh, you know, I give, uh, you know, I focus all my time on making the kids better, so I gotta let myself go, but it doesn't matter, because I'm telling you what to do, you just listen, and be better, right, my honey? Right. Right. Okay, but if you've never played, and you're, you're obviously not playing anything right now, up, try to find your ding-dong. <laughs> um, why do people trust that you are making champions out of these kids and not just buying them trophies? Uh, well, Dick, it's pretty simple. Uh, I mean, people listen to us because we pay for the field and we buy the nets and we buy the shirts and we buy the balls and we organize it so they have to listen to us even if we don't know what we're doing. Plus, we buy the trophies and that's what makes a champion 
champion is the trophies, right? You gotta get a trophy to be a champion. Well, we make champions. Okay, okay, I get it. You guys make the kids champions. But my only question is, if you got such a great run of making kids champions, why don't they have you coaching at the school? Like when it counts. Like when the bucks are at stake. When people are coming to pay to watch. When you get money for being better. Gosh, seems like a great coach like you making champions would be at the top level. Uh, well, Dick, uh, I mean, um, uh, you know, like, I mean, the kids, you know, like, the kids in high school, they all got the YouTube, so, I mean, like, you know, uh, I better, you know, like, yeah, you, you know, um, yeah. Well, I don't think that answered the question. The kids in high school got YouTube? Everybody has YouTube. My kid uses YouTube. He's like five. Uh, Dick, well, you see my knee and my Achilles and, uh, you know, I got some stuff going on and, you know, it just hasn't worked out and, um, you know, um, you know, I already got fields paid for at the high school level, so, I mean, I'm not really helping much up there. Okay, Coach Hugh Jess, um, it sounds like this was a complete waste of my fucking time. Uh, Mr. J, you still gotta fucking pay me and this is fucking bullshit interviewing these fucking people. Anyway, we got one more question for you today. Coach Jazz, do you go for the butt? Uh, well, Dick, you see, uh, it's not that simple. You see, I got an Achilles and I got a bad knee and, uh, you know, I can't really get in from behind like that so I gotta kind of lay down and let my wife do all the work. Right, honey? Right. Okay. So, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I don't go for the butt, because I can't. But, oh, I can't ejaculate until my wife sticks a couple fingers up mine. Right, honey? Right. There you have it, folks. I also can't ejaculate unless I stick a couple of my own fingers up my own ass. But anyway, we had an okay time with Coach Hugh Jass, recreational coaching legend, all sports. I can't believe Mr. J makes me do this. I sure hope I get paid. And God damn it, this is a waste of my time. Tune in next week for more penetrating conversation with Deep Inside. I'm Dick Kozinia. Thanks for letting me go deep inside. It only hurts for a minute, and it's only weird if you make it. Good day. This has been Deep Inside with Dick Gozinia, brought to you by Origel. Er, Analyze. Wait, what? Which is it? Eh, it doesn't matter. They both do the same thing. Until next time, this is Deep Inside with Dick Gozinia. Go deep or go home. Damn, that dick is on fire, son! Literally, he just told me burns like shit when he pees. Told him go take care of it, but he might be in denial. I don't know. Chlorine, he's telling me? <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, you want to know what else is on fire? My golf game. That's right. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Not on fire like that. More like a fucking dumpster fire. I golf good until I have to keep score. I'm telling you, it's, it's a mental thing. I got to figure it out, but I don't care because it was the first night of year three of the Mr. J Golf Association. And everybody, before we even started golfing for the first round of the year, everybody was paid and nobody was bitching. And then after the first round of the year, nobody was bitching and 
whining or butthurt about somebody else doing something. It was like an adult fucking golf league. Thank you. I'm so happy, and I can't wait till next week. Maybe I won't fucking suck. Eh, who am I kidding? I'll always suck till I can afford some tailor-maids. At least that's what I was told by some bougie-ass golf fuck. Anyway, if you want to do something next week that doesn't suck, you can listen to the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast. And you can find the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Podbean.com. And if you're listening to the Chillin' with Mr. J podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Podbean.com, I want you to tell a friend to listen. I want you to comment. I want you to follow. I want you to subscribe. I want you to rate. I want you to review. I want you to do all that stuff because I want to know how you're listening. Okay, I know you're listening. You just got to tell me how. And if you don't want to leave traces of words on the internet that you put there, you can always call the Channel with Mr. J voicemail hotline. That number is 989-372-6169. You can call it and tell me what you think about hugs. You can call and tell me what you fucking hate about grocery stores when you go shopping. Or maybe you love something that I hate and we can talk about that. It doesn't matter. You could call and say anything. Call and fart on the phone. I don't care. 989-372-6169. And as always, I ask you to follow all the chillin' at chillin' underscore with underscore Mr. underscore J. That's chillin' with Mr. J and all those fucking underscores on Instagram. And just remember, sometimes it takes a lot more swings to get to the finish line. So sometimes you just gotta say, fuck golf and hit some jumpers. (laughs) Ha ha! Can't stop me in here. Now wash these white balls. <coughs> this is the Mr. J Underground Podcast Network. Peace out.